Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Hello, Mark. How are you? Yeah, man. How you doing? I'm uh, very tired today. There must have been a cloud like roaming over our apartments yesterday. <laughs> well, it seems to be going around the building because our... Other morning cohorts in the building are dragging as well. Like, oh really? I was looking. Yeah. I was looking in the window at at, uh, at um, our buddy Dana, and he was just like, you, you could see him just like staring at the mic. And <laughs> I'm sure he was looking at something else. Yeah. But to me, it just looked like he was staring straight at the microphone, like, just why? not moving. And then I caught uh, Chelsea in the hallway, and she was just like, "Yeah, I'm pretty tired too." So I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Maybe the fumes in this building are getting to us. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it is halfway through the work week, so you yeah, hit that. True. You hit that bump Man, in the road, and you're like, I feel like I've been super productive all week so far, right. and I say all week like two days. But <laughs> I feel like I've had this great head of steam all week, and then all of a sudden, like last night, I crashed, and then this morning, I am just a puddle of nothing. Like I, I don't think I can get anything <laughs> done today. I, uh, I, I slept through. Actually, I have three alarms in the morning because I'm still not a morning person at all. Yeah. Um, I slept through two of my three alarms this morning. I was the the second the third alarm had been going off for like two minutes when I finally woke oh, up to it. Man, but it was one of those sleeps. Like I was, I, I, for whatever reason, during the week I don't go into like the REM sleep where you're just like. Your eyes are darting back and forth when you mm-hmm. sleep, you know, and you're just like, that's your, that's your, when you're getting your best rest or whatever. Yeah. Like I just kind of nap for five and a half hours every night. That's <laughs> about, it's about what my sleep is like during the week. But apparently last night I was in a coma because I woke up this morning. I had no idea where I was. I had no idea what was going on. Was it, was it near sunset? Like, was it, was the sun going down when you woke up? Oh, No. Okay, that for me, that's the worst. When I take a nap and I'm waking up and the sun is setting, yeah. I start freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, is it the morning? Oh, oh. Am I yeah. like late for work or well, did I like miss work? The good thing <laughs> for me is the, the place I'm in right now, the sun is, it shines directly in that window. Yeah, true. So like I, I know what time of day it is by whether I'm being blinded by the light through the window. Yeah. Or whether it's just kind of like dully there type of thing. But no, I like I I don't um do you dream a lot? Like do you have yeah. pretty pretty vivid dreams oh, and yeah. stuff? I don't. Uh like I'll dream, but I don't it, nothing really sticks. Last night though, I apparently I was like super out. I had this crazy dream that I was back in Oklahoma. I was on the southern ocean coast of Oklahoma cuz Texas doesn't exist, I guess, in my <laughs> dreams. It was during the tornado season. And we were camping on the beachfront property on the coast of southern Oklahoma. We were all singing Journey for some reason. Awesome. I was with my uh, college buddies, and we were just sitting on the beach looking back through this forest because, of course, there's a forest next to the beach on the ocean in Oklahoma. Of course. Just watching tornadoes to our north. I don't... (laughs) I swear to God, I haven't watched the movie Twister in at least a week, so that's right. not it's not a, a portion of it, man. That is messed boy, up. Boy, what a year, huh? Yeah. It's March Meatball. <laughs> <laughs> this is Rock Station 107.7 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. So yesterday was National Cereal Day, and obviously mm-hmm. there's no, I don't think there's any other most well-known brand than Kellogg's. Yeah. 
in that regard. And they're, you know, just right down the street in uh, Battle Creek. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You yep. were looking at me like... No, that's not right. And I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think you were done. I oh, okay. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I was like, "No, I, was I know that's right." I was. I was listening. It's very early. We've well, not post, coffee, yeah, post too. Yeah, but Kellogg obviously is the the consummate. Yeah, I agree with that. Cereal um, leader. But it, it got me thinking, like you know, the Kellogg brothers that got the the company started. They're from Battle Creek, or they're from from that area. How much do you actually know about the uh, the, the Kellogg brothers? Not a ton, to be honest with you. Okay. I know that, like, I think one of them had, like, a mansion in Florida. That would be uh, WK, William, William Keith. Yes. That was the one that basically took over the, the cereal business, the food business. Yeah. Uh, and ran with it. Um, and then there's John Harvey, who ran the sanitarium in Battle Creek. That, gotcha. That's where the cereal was invented. Right. Right? By accident. Two brothers raised in, and this is not this is not anything specifically toward uh, their faith, but Seventh Day Adventists. There's a yeah. lot of uh, strict rules within that particular church. Okay, um, two brothers, eight years apart, raised for the most part, pretty much the same. How different their lives were as they grew older. It's incredible, really. So I got to digging into this for National Cereal Day yesterday. John Harvey Kellogg, the one who ran the sanitarium, yeah. was a very odd, strange man. He uh, he was self-taught. Their their parents didn't believe in formal education because they believed in the second coming, and there was no point. So huh. John Harvey mostly self-taught himself. Um, so it was like reading books, finding you know any kind of literature he could read. He just took it all in, and then he went to like four or five different colleges too. Man, imagine uh, that. Yeah. Self-teaching yourself and then making it to like five colleges? Yeah. Well. Was well, he getting kicked out? No. No. Oh, okay. he, he like would go to these different schools. He would study there and he would he would take that practice and move on to a new school. So, I mean, he's, as far gotcha. as I know, he was a graduate from all these colleges. He actually got a doctorate uh, from one wow. of the schools he went to. Um, He went on to run the sanitarium. He had some. Yeah, questionable health views on because uh, this was this was a health sanitarium, not a not a, a, a kooky one, I guess, for lack of a better word, back in the day. So like people would come there and actually want health. Yeah, he was very much against any kind of sexual activity, which there's rumors out there that uh, cornflakes were originally meant as an that's right, yeah, an aphrodisiac, which was basically anti sex drive. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. A woman tells you her favorite cereal is cornflakes. That's got to be a... And that's cornflakes with sugar now. That's... <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't want sugar in them. Um, he had... He definitely... The, the whole point of the sanitarium was like no sex drive, bland diet. He uh, believed in yogurt enemas. That's not where what? yogurt goes. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he would... People in the sanitarium would regularly practice uh, yogurt enemas. That's not uh, that's not where yogurt goes. Um, he was an accomplished surgeon, but he also didn't believe in anesthesia because he wanted the, the 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 particular surgeries he was doing. So a lot of like circumcision kind of stuff. It was like I want you to remember the pain, so you don't okay. Section, it, but, it, okay, but I don't want to feel the pain. Exactly, so yeah. I'm the one getting it. Yeah. Uh, so tough luck there, Kellogg. Yeah. Nonetheless, he actually had some pretty uh, famous patients that came through. Uh, we're talking William Taft was a patient at the sanitarium. Amelia Earhart 
George Bernard Shaw, what? Henry Ford, and Thomas Edison were all patients of the sanitarium. That's crazy. So that's more or less John Harvey Kellogg. W.K., William Keith Kellogg, this guy's... I, okay. Again, raised in the same house by the same parents, right? Yeah. He uh, he was very much about the people. He wanted he wanted to keep the cornflake secret. He wanted to keep the cornflakes recipe a secret, which uh, John Harvey did not. Yeah. And actually, because John Harvey didn't do that, the guy who started Post Cereal stole the recipe from them. <laughs> so that's how Post Cereal got started because John awesome. Harvey was just like, "Look at this!" and he was like, "Oh, right. cool! I'm going to do that too." But William K. Kellogg. He was the first to put nutrition labels on his food product. Yeah. He was the first to put toys in uh, his product. He also, during the Great Depression, changed the hours to have four shifts at six hours so more people in Battle Creek could work. The modern day. <laughs> he, started an, he started an Arabian horse farm. He started right. a multi-million dollar foundation. Like, W.K. Kellogg was all about the people. John Harvey was all about... Uh, other things. It's weird stuff, man. <laughs> it's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing The Daily Five on the Rocker Morning Show. Testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers. Today, I'm asking the questions. Mark is answering, and we got Monica on the line to help Mark out. How are you, Monica? Good. How are you? We are doing good, and uh, yeah, we get, it's a must win for us today. So I got to get uh, three out of five questions correct with your help. If we do, we stay alive. If not, Meatball going to take the early victory for the week. So I All say right. uh, I say we're ready, Meatball. Ready I say go. spin that wheel. All right, let's do this. Question number one. This is America. America. What is the largest denomination bill ever made and distributed in the United States? So this would have been a like a, a bill, a dollar bill of some kind yeah. that was actually used and circulated as currency. Okay. Gotcha. Is it the hundred dollar bill, the hundred thousand dollar bill, or the ten thousand dollar bill? Hmm. Uh, ten thousand. Ten thousand? Do you did you know about that before? I did not. Huh, ten thousand dollar bill. I don't know if I've ever heard of that before. I don't think I've heard of any of those before, to be honest with you. I've never heard of a hundred dollar I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Other than the hundred never seen a hundred before. We work in radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, uh oh, that's a that's half my check. They make more than twenties? <laughs> oh man. Um, let's see here. Well, I want to say it's. I want to say maybe it's the ten thousand dollar bill. Okay. Like I want to say it's a ten thousand dollar bill, but man, I, in regular circulation, you uh -huh. said in regular circulation. So like it has I been should, printed and circulated as active currency. Yeah, I don't know. I th I feel like maybe they did. Uh, print larger bills, but I don't recall them ever putting it into rotation. So. I don't know. Um, Got to think back before, like checks and, and credit card accounts too. Yeah, Monica, uh, you uh, you said you like ten thousand. 
I think so. Okay, let's stick with 10,000 then. Let's go 10,000 final answer. Sticking with 10,000 final answer. That is correct. Nice job, Monica. The $10,000 bill was last accepted in 1969. Gotcha. Last printed in 1945. It had Salmon P. Chase on the bill. Oh! He was that's the a good trivia. 23rd governor of Ohio. Oh, gosh. Gross. Glad that's been discontinued. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe that's why it was discontinued. <laughs> right. Oh, he's on. Hey, it's from Ohio. You know that's this gross. guy was from Ohio? Oh, man. Stop, uh, stop doing that. All right. This is entertainment. We got the Oscars coming up. So that's this is an Oscars question. Cool. The first Oscars presentation was held in 1929, but there was something very different about them compared to the Oscars we know today. What was it that was so different about the first Oscars? Was it that there were only five awards? The winners had already been announced by the time they had the award ceremony. Or that the Oscar trophy was not gold? Um, I think it, I don't think it was gold when it first started off. Yeah, I don't think it was gold when it first started off. What do you think, Monica? I'm agreeing. Yeah, so I feel like I, years ago, like just going through, you know, entertainment past or something, like I saw uh-huh. something about how they were like wooden or something. So let's, <laughs> let's stick with not gold and see if that's the final answer. Sticking with not gold, final answer. The Oscars trophy in 95 years has always been gold. Interesting. Or at least gold-plated. The winners had already been announced three months before. That's really weird. So it was like the first Oscars presentation, $5 ticket dinner party, basically. Gotcha. 250 people there, and it lasted 15 minutes. Yeah. Nice. Wings won Best Picture that year. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> All right, question number three. This is nature. Okay. Panther cap, stink horn, and penny bun are all types of what? British people? <laughs> I don't think they're part of nature. Are they fungi, a flower, or beetles? That would be panther cap, stink horn, and penny bun. I think Beatles. I think Ringo's in there too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Monica. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Beatles. I like fungus. All right. What's that? Fungus. Fungus. fungus? She's feeling fungus. Does it sound familiar to you? Yeah. Really? Okay. Let's stick with fungus. Let's go fungus. Final answer. Fungus. Final answer. Yes. Yeah. Monica, remember Monica, correctly. Yeah. I'm believing in you today, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can cook with any of them, but... Right. Yeah. All right, question number four. This is history. All right. Which civilizations created the basis for modern-day peanut butter? Oh. Is it the Chickasaw and Cherokee, the Navajo and Iroquois, or the Aztecs and the Incas? Hmm. So, I don't think it was Aztecs and Incas. Okay. Uh, what were the other two? The Chickasaw and Cherokee tribes and the Navajo and Iroquois. Man, it could be any of those two. Navajo and Iroquois were mostly, I think, Southwest tribes, right? And then Chickasaw, Cherokee, I think those were Mississippi. Those were originally Mississippi Valley tribes. And then obviously Aztec and Inca, that was like Mexico, Central America, South America. Yeah. Uh, Monica, what are you feeling on this one? I, I think the Inca. Inca. Oh, she's okay. 
Monica, you haven't failed me yet. <laughs> you haven't failed me yet, girl. So I'm going to agree with her. I'm going to say Incas. I almost talked myself off the ledge. Let's go Incas final answer. Is this for your third point today? Yes, it is. Yeah. We have no need for a fifth question. Oh my today, gosh, man. Monica. Man, glad you paid attention to Monica Holy and listen to her. Crap. <laughs> Look at Monica, you saved my life for the week. Well, Fantastic. congratulations. We got the point. Uh, meatball still with the two to one advantage, but you kept me alive and we're going to hook you up $15 in Michigan lottery scratch offs. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Monica. Thank you. Calabasas Rock Station 1077. RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. How cool would it be to sing with a rock star like Phil Collins, man? Oh, man. That'd like, be insane. Like, it's it's bad enough that I sing along with him in the in the truck, you know, <laughs> on the way to work or whatever. But, like, to actually be on stage and sing with a rock star yeah. would be a freaking dream, man. Well, that dream is going to come true because Foreigner is looking for one local middle or high school choir to sing on stage with them at Wings Event Center when they're so here May 19th. So cool. On top of that, they're going to give $500 to the winning schools program. So all you need to do is send a video of your middle or high school choir, uh, or if you have kids who are in middle school or high school choir, send mm -hmm. a video of their choir singing any foreigner hit right now on the 1077 RKR app and also at WRKR.com, the Sing at Wings button. Just click it, send us a video, and we're going to open up voting next month. And then you guys are going to vote for the best band and then uh, best choir. Best and choir, then yeah. That choir is going to be on stage with Foreigner at Wings Event Center singing I Want to Know What Love Is. And on top of that, you know, we were talking earlier about this. Like, it's not just show up for the concert, walk on stage, sing with the band, walk off. Like, you're going to have to rehearse with the rock band during their sound check. Like, you're going to have to be there for line check. You're going to have to be there to meet the band. I mean, you probably have to get some autographs from them. You probably have to take some photos with Foreigner, only one of the biggest rock bands on the planet. Like, yeah, it's oh, pretty wild, man. So, what a chore. Again, you can get signed <laughs> up. You got to send a video right now. The 1077 RKR app, WRKR.com. Click the Sing at Wings button. We have all the details up there for you. But again, we want to uh, make a dream come true for a local choir here because I'll tell you what, if this was me when I was a kid, I'd be losing my mind. Yeah. I would. One I, of the first concerts you'll ever sing. It's at, at Wings Event Center. No big deal. Yeah. If, if, um, if I could do it, I would just enter myself. It would just be me up there singing with Foreigner. Acapella. And then they would end the song halfway through and tell me to go away. <laughs> More of the Rocker Morning Show is next on The Rocker 1077 RKR. Calabasas Rock Station 1077 RKR, Rocker Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Saw an interesting article up on the Rocker app. Um, and, and my family has always grown up to be a Ford. I, I grew up in a Ford family. Yeah. Everyone drove Fords. Now everybody's kind of buying whatever because, you know, it's just whatever. Take what you can get at this point. Right, right. Yeah. But um, Ford is still obviously one of the big dominant uh, automotive companies out there. They have filed a new interesting patent uh, for some of their vehicles. Hmm. How about a car that would repossess itself? How the heck does it do that? Send out like an alert or something? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so Ford has filed a patent that can be used on any future vehicles, both autonomous and semi-autonomous. So they have to be like highly computerized basically. Yeah. But it basically would connect to a repossession computer system that would send the <laughs> car an alert 
And then if it were fully autonomous, the car would drive itself to like an oh, impound God. lot or a lending office or a dealership if the owner missed a payment. The semi-autonomous version would just give the car the ability to move from one spot to another so a tow truck could get easier access to it. Wow. <laughs> That's what we're spending our technology on? <laughs> like, you got to feel crappy enough if you're in a in, in a situation where, you know... You're down on your luck and you're running into hard times. Right. And then it's going to get to the point where your car is like, well, listen, now you don't have an option. You it's, ain't hiding. It's not. I'm going back. It's not you. It's me. Yeah. Well, actually, it was your payments. But also, you bought a car that has the ability to repossess itself. <laughs> you better be able to afford it is all I'm saying. Yeah, like you, no you, kidding. I mean, if you're going to buy that car... You know what it's gonna do. If you if you bought the vehicle and they were like, oh yeah, it has a uh, autonomous uh, repossession feature on it, be like, can we just take that feature off the yeah. car? Like, is that is that stock? Can I get <laughs> is that, that come standard? <laughs> I, can I get that removed? I'd like to. I'd like to take off the repossession feature. But then, yeah, but then they might be second guessing. You know, you. Uh, you buy yeah. in the car. Yeah, that's but true. But then again, like, I don't want my car to have the ability to do that. Because yeah. who's to say that it just wouldn't do, like, it would just do that on yeah. its own. Yeah. Even no, no, if mal- I am making mal- payments. Malfunction or something. And, like, yeah. your car develops, like, a personality and it becomes, like, a night owl and wants to go out on the town. Right. And then it starts <laughs> gaslighting you before you know it. <laughs> what do you want to go for dinner? I don't care. <laughs> you, you, How about you, we go to the gas station? You okay, you okay uh, if I go hang out with my friends tonight? Sure. <laughs> if that's what you really want to do. This is this does kind of lend itself to like how smart some cars are getting. Like it is absurd how intelligent some of these vehicles are getting. So right. like, I'm curious if like I don't I my truck is smart enough as it is with its electric windows. Yeah. Like I don't have to hand crank them. <laughs> but like uh, for people either they do have some of these smart cars. I'm curious if like if if we're starting to go too far with this. Or if you think we haven't gone far enough. That's fair enough. Uh hit us up on the Rocker app in the chat. Let us know. You can call us 9781077. We'll take that call. Um I'm curious if somebody has like a smart car that has done some weird things to them too with its right. intelligence like where you're just like uh uh-oh. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, God, the cars are taking Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock Morning Show with Meatball. Hey, Mark Frankhouse. Meatball, um, mm-hmm. I told, uh, I just posted on Facebook a little bit ago that uh, on our last break on Friday, mm-hmm. we have a uh, big announcement. We're going to introduce you guys to somebody. Oh, phenomenal. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So I said, uh, I, I, I put on our Facebook, I was like, we're going to make a big announcement introducing you to a new face and voice. And, um, uh, who is this? John uh, was like, hopefully for the morning shift. <laughs> oh, come on, John. <laughs> I told him, I was like, no, you got to deal with us for a while. Come on, John. We're not that bad, are we? Yeah. Some, some days. I, I'm I'm wondering what radio station John programs. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, none. Nah, <laughs> Spoiler. Wait, anyway. Dis- despite the fact John follows us on Facebook, so we appreciate that. Thank yep, you very much. Exactly. Appreciate you. Thank thanks you. for the thanks for the support. And even if you don't like us, we appreciate you li- listening. Regardless. <laughs> uh, we were talking about potato chips yesterday. You were talking mm. about the Michigan-flavored potato chips. Yeah. What did you think of some of those? Um, Really good. Okay. But it, it sparked something in my brain, and I was like, what's keeping us from making these? Well, so, one of them is literal gravel and, and tire right, chunks. Right, so. and we're definitely not going to be eating gravel. 
but there were some of these that I legitimately was like, no, man, like some of these sound good. Uh-huh. Some of them sound kind of disgusting, but I'm kind of a pig. And so I don't really have any shame when it comes to that. Right. So I think I'm going to make some potato chips modeled after your creations and I'm going to really? bring them in tomorrow. Okay. Um, wow. So I'm going to do, th- I think, three savory and two sweet two ones. Two of the sweet ones? Yeah. Um, let's see. Are you going to try the uh, the Superman ice cream? Was that yes. the one? Okay. I'm okay. going to try Superman ice cream. Okay. Um chips and and again i'm gonna probably have it like trial and error with some of this today because i'm gonna be doing this when i'm home traverse city cherry chips because we've had barbecue yeah we've had barbecue and cherry right so i'm gonna try my own version of it see how it turns out okay i'm going to do the bell's two-hearted potato chips and i'm gonna i think i'm gonna maybe um Beer batter them. Oh, beer batter chips. I think I so. This might, will be yeah. this will be like the British style chips that are actually more yeah. like more like fries. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Okay. But, All right. Um, I'm also going to try the uh, vinegar and and road salt chips. <laughs> you just gonna go scrape the the the, sa- <laughs> the asphalt and get a little bit of that on my chips? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not taking it from the ground, but I'm, oh, okay, I'm definitely okay. gonna try. And I'm also going to make the. Up North Pasty. Oh, man. That's the one I think out of the entire list that I put together. That's the one I think that has the most possibility to succeed. Honestly, I made a test batch yesterday. Oh, really? It might be my retirement program. John might be getting his wish because I might... I might strike it rig with uh, I might strike it big with these chips and uh, if that's the case meatball I've had fun but uh, I'm going to be living off the land here maybe just remember who came up with that idea did, exactly did I, I I apparently need to get down to the patent office and the trademark <laughs> office like right now right <laughs> steal it from me <laughs> out of the deepest corners and the darkest ends of this world. From the Michigan Dockman to Bigfoot, the Melonheads of Allegan County, and people from Ohio. This is Weird As Wednesdays. <laughs> Some weird stuff afoot in the world as of late, Mark. <laughs> no way, not on Earth. Right. First, <laughs> we have the Chinese spy balloons. Then oddly shaped floating objects interfering with plane communications. Yeah. That we can't find after we shoot them down with half million dollar missiles. Don't know how that happens. Weird. But now I say we should turn our eyes from the sky to the sea. Because last week, an object washed ashore in Japan that has everybody baffled. Okay, what was it? This is a perfectly round iron sphere that seems to have come out of nowhere from the ocean. Nobody can identify it. It doesn't seem to be like any kind of ship or fishing vessel thing that anyone would use. Now, first things first here, it's not a bomb. It's not a sea mine. They had bomb squads come out, inspect it, check it. It's completely hollow. But it just randomly washed up on the shore in Japan. So there are no markings on this thing whatsoever. Nothing that looks like a transmitter of any kind. Yeah. 
The only raised surface they can find on the object is what looks like two handles. Which, to move something this big, it's about five feet wide. It's made entirely in iron. (laughs) Two handles is not enough to carry this if you're a human. (laughs) What about like a gigantic man? I mean, I guess if you were a gigantic man, you might be able <laughs> Like, to. how heavy is this thing? No idea. Nobody can move it. <laughs> it's, what? It's massively heavy. So it's like Thor's hammer. Uh, beggar. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, skeptics and conspiracy theorists are coming forward on what they think it is. Okay. They say oh. it's part of an alien ship. Oh, yeah. But it washed up from shore. So maybe the alien ship crashed <laughs> in the ocean, you know, and it washed up. Mm-hmm. It uh, happens. Read a comic book. Right. It could be signs of an underwater society. Definitely. That we've never been able to find. So a, like a sea society. Seas exactly, yes. Wow. So it's kinda like Atlantis, but you know, in the Pacific Ocean this time. Gotcha. I mean, what do we know, right? You know, we've mapped more of the sky above us than we have the ocean floor. So it's true. Probably, it's entirely possible. There's even one theory from anime fans that this is a bona fide dragon ball. Yep. We have now heard it at all. It's, it's official. <laughs> oh, no. You want to hear one more? Best theory I saw. This is a Godzilla egg. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> if that's the case, Tokyo is dead. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And Mark Frankhouse. Meatball, mm-hmm. when you were a child, did you ever go to like Zap Zone or like those big play places like Chuck E. Cheese kind oh, of thing? Oh, yeah. We did. We had Chuck E. Cheese. We had Discovery Zone. We had DZ. The DZ. That's what yeah. it was. Zap Zone. I was like, is that a Michigan thing? I think so. And I think yeah. it was a laser tag place. Oh, I just okay. couldn't remember yeah. the name of it. But no, yeah, but DZ. Yeah, I, I remember those huge, like, there was like a, a, it was its own building. Like it was a yeah. crazy treehouse structure type of thing dude somebody is selling one of those the the big like uh crawl through things like the jungle gyms Uh uh-huh somebody is selling a massive one just north of grand rapids what yeah i put it up uh on the rocker app i actually have a like a gallery this thing is huge they're selling it for 60 grand that's it they bought it for a hundred and sixty thousand dollars that's a bargain. Yeah, it's uh, it's from Orca Coast. That's the name of the um, the the product manufacturer. That, okay. That's the name of the company. Um, not the one who has it. I don't know where this came from. Like it probably came out of an old Easy or, or Chuck E. Cheese, something, or something like right? that. But this thing is massive, man. Uh, Sixty grand. It's in Rockford, Michigan. Okay. And like I said, it's a little like northeast of Grand Rapids, so it's uh-huh. not that far away. Um, and they said for serious inquiries only, uh, it's a large soft play system, an enclosed jungle gym. Also, it includes a iClick, a beam game system, Ooh. separate enclosed toddler area. So that's like, I guess that would be kind of like laser tag, but within the within the jungle gym type of thing, right? Yeah, it's just, okay. it, it trips me up a little bit because I'm looking at this thing and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I want to buy it. But like, yeah. think about it like this. You buy it. Now you have to find a way to get this thing out of there. Mm-hmm. So luckily they broke it down. But now who's going to help? Like you're going right. to need a fleet of people to lend a hand. Now you you find the people. How do you get it home? I mean, I'm telling you right now, though, if I bought this, like I would be motivated enough to just do it myself. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not even well, kidding. So- I mean, 
Then you got to find a place to put it because this thing is massive. Well, we have a big empty basement downstairs, and I'm about to clean out one room with uh, all my stuff when I move into my new apartment. There's going to be a whole new room downstairs in the station available. I don't know if all the right? ceiling's tall enough for that. We're going to make it happen. All right, two questions I have for this. Okay? Yes. One, this was more than likely out of Chuck E. Cheese or Discovery Zone. So have they cleaned it? Because that, there's probably a lot of sticky residue from children's fingers and well, stuff in there still. you'd probably want to clean it after you move it and set it up because it's going to get nasty anyways. Oh, that's with, fair the, With the move and but the I mean, setup. Like, did they clean out all like the pizza stains and the sticky I would children's imagine fingers and stuff? It, yeah, I would imagine they cleaned it out. I okay. mean, okay. normally they would do that. Plus, you know, 60 grand. Right. That's going to take a while to clean that thing. So I'd knock off 10 if they didn't. Yeah, no joke. Okay, uh, that's the first question out of the way. Second question. Do you have any idea what our radio spending budget is for the rest of this year? Because anybody got 60 grand we could borrow? I mean, you guys can come play with it, too, in the basement.